Welcome back to another episode of Ruminations of Red Rum. Uh, today, I am your host, Rob Zombie's Herman Munster. How's that one? It's all right. No, fuck. It's all right. I, I'm I'm trying too hard. I'm trying too hard. Uh, oh, you're trying the nickname thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so today I'll just stick with Brendan, the new blood. And with us, as always, is the I can't tell from the video, possibly tanned, uh, Ian with two E's. White as snow. White as snow. You heard it here. It's first. just the lighting. How was what's up? What's up, Brendan? What's good? Oh, I'm chilling. I I want to hear about Florida. <laughs> um, nothing really. Just uh, visiting family. Um, I went to a dope ass museum. It was like the Naval something museum in Pensacola. It was okay. pretty dope. It was pretty dope. So they had a ton of orange, I wanted oranges each, stuff like that. I did not eat any oranges. Did you drink any oranges? I did not. I drink no. um. You missed opportunity, man. Whenever I go to the East Coast, I like to drink a nice glass of Yingling. Oh, there you go. Yes. That, that Central Pennsylvania. Uh, dude, that hits the Central Pennsylvania inside of me so hard. Yep. Um, uh, what have you been uh, watching? What have you been up to? <laughs> In the two weeks. <laughs> Holy. I forgot you guys can see my face now. Sorry. <laughs> this <laughs> is going to take a while. <laughs> um... I don't even know. I just I did a lot of rewatches. <clears throat> I started the Predator series because I watched Prey, um, and it was it was all right. It was all right. It was good. It was good, but it, it felt a little safe. It, it it seemed like they were trying to make up for the abysmal movie that was the um, the Predator, um, twenty eighteen. That's the exact take I said on the last cast. Very safe. Brennan said it was unsafe. Uns. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. There's nothing unsafe about it. Um, I think that um, it definitely could have benefited from what Kyle said, the the like language thing, because it being in English and they had like some kind of slang, it just felt weird. Just felt weird. Yeah, there was some Um, like modernized slang that kind of threw it off a little bit for me too. Not not not, like extreme. It didn't like ruin it, but it was just kind of like it was noticeable sometimes. It wasn't like a period piece like I expected. Did did you watch the dubbed version or the English language? I just like just watched the English. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, the mega highlight would be the Old Man movie from 2019, which is a unearthed films Blu-ray. Uh, fantastic <laughs> film fantastic uh super mega hidden gem uh if you're into claymation and quirky um funny humor then then it's it's your it's your kind of movie it was i was very surprised um it was delightful very enjoyable watch that's that's gonna do it for me i can talk about my jinju jinju jinji ita holy moly Junji Ito um, mangas that I read, which was um, Remina, which is the cosmic apocalyptic horror manga. That was really good. Had some great uh, illustrations. Um, was was a pretty good story. Um, I like that more than Gyo. Um, and then what else? 
I watched, uh, I, not watched, I read Orochi, which is um, by that one dude. That one guy. Nice. Blanking on his name. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Kazuo Umezu, who is oh, like yeah, the yeah. OG. <laughs> He's like the OG horror manga guy. He started in the 50s, 60s. Um, Orochi, I believe, was from the 60s. So it's um, illustrations, illustrations are obviously dated, but um, it was still good. It was very enjoyable. Nice. Nice. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, also with us, you heard his voice before we said his name. It is the one and the only Kyle. Mateke. Hi, Brennan. Hi, Ian. How you guys doing? You guys doing good? Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing excellent. Um, I didn't watch too many movies over the past. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I watched a lot. A lot. A lot more in these last two weeks. Um, <laughs> where do I even begin? Um, I watched a few more of um, Joel Paterbrigus' movies, the guy who did Buzzard. Uh, watched a few more of his shorts. Uh, watched one on Criterion, which was called... I want to get it right. I'm sorry. La-da. And you got a buzzard poster, I saw. I did. Uh, it's called Thing from Thing from the Factory by the Field. And it's like these group of four kids that have this like initiation ritual to bring in this newcomer to their band. And while doing so, uh, they accidentally get interrupted by the death of like a flying demon. And they um, turn that part of the ritual into eating its corpse so they don't go to hell. Um, it's very cute. It's very funny. Um, it's only like 25 minutes long, but uh, it, it, it's great. I love it. Um, I love all his shit. And I did get a buzzard poster. I'm very excited about that. Going on my wall of smaller movie posters. It's next to Last Night in Soho right now. And then I think Dom has purchased a uh, Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind poster to go on that wall too, and it's really cool art. She's really into that movie. It's a good movie. Um, and I watched uh, the entire Terminator franchise in 24 hours, and that was a journey. <laughs> that was a journey. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. Terminator Two is one of the best movies ever made. It's a perfect science fiction film. Um, it gets better with every re- every rewatch for some reason. Like, it's just amazing. Um, Terminator One's the best. It's like a B movie with the heart of an A movie. It's like it, it's 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 also like kind of boring, <laughs> but like it's it serves a really awesome role in the whole mythology of Terminator. And I love Kyle Reese's character. There's so many great moments in it. Have you guys seen all the Terminators? Or how many have you seen? I've seen one, two, three. That's it. What's your favorite? Uh, I like the first one. I'd say the first one's my favorite. First one's your favorite? I've only seen Terminator 2 Judgment Day once in my life. So I should probably get on that. Yeah, but I I would highly recommend doing a back-to-back with Terminator 1 and 2. Like, yeah. They complement each other so beautifully. It's insane. I mean, uh, yeah. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger is the villain in the first one, and then he comes back to be the hero in the second. That's yeah, and it's like not just that, but like how how quickly it takes place after the first one, and how the characters overlap and intertwine. Like having it fresh in your head and going into two makes two even better. Like one complements two so well, and vice versa. Um, and then I watch three, which is not very great. And uh, I, I have a lot of problems with it. I, I could talk for a while about Terminator, so I'm not going to because I watched six films. But I will say uh, the two most recent ones are pretty abysmal. Um, they're kind of like what-if scenarios, like alternate timelines. Like if this happened, then this would have happened, which makes sense for the Terminator franchise because it's all about going back in time and trying to change the future and all that kind of stuff. But um, they just completely butcher the first film in particular terminator one they kind of like shit all over it and they really like marvelize it with the comedy in yeah like pretty bad um where the terminator's like cracking jokes and it's like this is pretty bad pretty bad he does that in the second one a lot, but it's more he does, but like driven. You know? Exactly. Like I think the character progression makes sense more because yes. he's learning to be human. Yes. Whereas in these recent ones, he's just Correct. he's yes. trying to be funny just to be funny. And uh, based on the timeline of the films too, it doesn't really warrant him being super like cognitive of like human thinking yet. Like it like he hasn't gotten that far yet. So like it just doesn't make but um terminator 2 though great um also salvation that movie is shit on and it's not that bad christian bale christian bale but also it's like such an important like point in the timeline of the terminator franchise because it's when kyle reese like like you see almost his origin story and meets john connor like the father and son meet and he doesn't even know their father and son and Sonya, it's like a very spoilers. It's not a spoiler. Oh, <laughs> it's in the first Terminator. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it's just really cool. It, it's really cool. But um, oh, and I'm working on a new project, something to do in my extracurricular activity. And um, I downloaded the um, I downloaded the um, God, fuck, I'm like spacing on the name of it right now. The uh, Unity video game engine, and I'm starting to dabble with it because I want to make a horror game. I'm fucking with uh, I- I'm fucking with it right now and trying to learn it. My goal is to get like g- good enough to make just a little quick thirty minutes to hour horror game in like the next six months. And I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, dude. And like, if I can get it, like, if I can get. Like, I'm starting to learn it pretty well, and if I can get it down, charge, like, a buck for the game just to get it out there and then just see the reception. But that's, like, way down the pipeline. That's, like, my end like my end goal thing. But I'm just fucking with it. It's a lot of fun. Yes. But that's what cannot, I've been up to. Cannot wait to see that. Yeah, if it comes to fruition. But I'm going to try. Hey, Brennan. Uh, yeah. What you been up to? Oh, what have I been up to? Let me just pull up my letterbox real quick. Um, Yeah, I saw you giving uh, five stars to eight minute shorts. Yeah, I saw you giving five stars to like nine different movies. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Wait, a 
a five star too. Oh yeah, it's fucking Connor O'Malley, one of the funniest people alive. Oh, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, wait, you know who he is? No. Oh. Um. <clears throat> he he got he started in like the um, the kind of like the UCB theater, which is like the big improv theater school in New York. That like uh, Paul Shear, Jason Manzukis, um, like tons of uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, like yeah. they all got their start there. Um. So he's a comedian from out of there, and he released uh, another short film about uh van life where he builds a a feces rig in the back of his van so he can take a shit without having to get out of the van um it's That's pretty, epic. It's pretty yeah. funny um <laughs> so i did finish pretty little liars original sin um oh my god i've been waiting to hear this <laughs> my goodness <laughs> it, it got, what we got so fucking wild by the end. Um, there's a there's a character. This is this isn't spoiling anything. Her name is Mouse, and uh, she was uh, basically almost kidnapped as a child, and her parents haven't gotten over it. Neither has she. So her her form of therapy is to go to dads who lost their daughters. And her therapy is she cosplays as the missing daughter for these people. Yeah, no, it's fucking Pretty awesome. I I love it. I, it's it's um, but uh, the killer reveal was actually incredibly surprising. I did not see it uh, coming at all. So actually, I spent all day Saturday uh, rewatching the whole season. Um, the whole season. Yeah, all ten. Was episodes. it the teacher? No, it was not the teacher. Oh. Yeah. But um so uh just a quick uh, a couple of um a couple of festival movies that I had to hold on to for embargo that I really need to talk about. Um first one's called Follow Her, which is about this uh woman who's trying to become uh kind of like a, a a content creator that covers many different facets of content and she takes on this job to write a script with with this weird guy at his cabin in the middle of the woods basically um and the movie is basically creep meets fresh i was just about to say it's like that sounds like a premise of creep <laughs> yeah yeah no and it's but not, it's not, not the serial killers thing. it's it's so good um the other one was a double feature uh, called The Third Saturday in October and The Third Saturday in October Part 5. Um, Did they skip the f- 2, 3, and 4? They actually released 5 before they even released the first one. Um, which, Wait, they which released I, 5 before they released 1? Yeah, so they, they started Part 5's festival circuit, and then a few months later, I believe they started Part 1's festival circuit. So you're you're technically supposed to watch part five first. It's a it's a cool. whole uh, it's a whole kind of a town that dreaded sundown thing. It so, looks like it based off the cover, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So part one is the prequel to part five, and it it's supposed to be like the first four films were all lost well, in the wouldn't that in be the, a prequel? Wouldn't one, two, three, and four be prequels to part five? 
Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, so basically it's supposed to be like the first four parts got lost mm. and then they, huh? I guess, released part one. Um, so it's all a part of their marketing campaign. That's yeah. what you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. Did they actually get lost or was it like... No, a... no they didn't actually. No. Oh. Uh, but they're very... Um, they're very... I in, in one of my reviews, I called them Trailer Park Scream because the, mm. guy, that, the guy that wrote and directed it wrote a very popular trauma movie and this movie feels very trauma um and the last one that i have to talk about is called all jacked up and full of worms i don't i don't know Sounds if like you my guys... saturday nights you know what i'm saying um sounds like a girl i used to know <laughs> it's uh basically this like cosmic body horror movie about a guy who is a janitor at a seedy motel um and he meets a guy named benny one day who just got a youth series pleasure doll in the mail when you say youth, oh, wait, youth like it's it's a baby it, it's a baby with a, a baby with a fleshlight for a mouth yeah it's fucking wild <laughs> um and and that's that's in the trailer, so, yeah, I, so yeah, I don't. Not on any of the cancer or the, the cancel culture radar at all. This movie, huh? <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm not glad these movies come out, but um, where is it coming out? How long is it? Well, you saw it. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, 79 minutes. I want to say so that's a movie. It's that's a 79. feature film. Um, yeah. So basically, wow. these these two guys, Benny and Roscoe, find worms that just get you super fucking high and it's this movie is i i feel like it has to be in its own subgenre of just like what the fuck because i i i don't understand anything that happened and it's one of it is now officially one of my favorite movies of the year wow interesting so interesting so do they actually fuck the baby it does show it like, does it show full penetration? I'm, so, I'm asking. It, it, okay. it does not show full penetration. Gotcha. Ooh, that's. Sounds... And the, um, the reason that the reason that he got the baby is it consensual? Is he it's didn't, a flashlight baby. He, he didn't yeah. get the he didn't get the baby bucket. <laughs> that is not his intention. It's not to fuck the the flashlight. No, it, baby. it is. It is not. Gotcha. It is not. I swear. Okay, no, I, I believe swear. you. Is he put like a like liquid in there and drink out of it like a cup or something? <laughs> No, he uh, he really wants to have a kid, so he wanted to get something that he could like physically feed, um, mm. and put stuff in its mouth. Like That's feed not a semen. Penis. Oh, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. <clears throat> or he could just get a dog or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, dog. that would work too. Don't fuck the dog, though. They built in flashlights, so. But uh. <sighs> That's all I got. Moving on. Uh, (laughs) How do we move on from that? Um, Today, we are talking about 2008's uh, new French... (laughs) Go on, Brenton. (laughs) See, I was looking off the page, so I didn't even see what happened. Oh, man, that was pretty good, actually. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I had to do something funny, you know, something <laughs> He just took a uh, shower with his water bottle, essentially. Um, uh, 2008, <clears throat> psycho, uh, 
Wikipedia has it down as psychological, but I, I, it's not psychological whatsoever. Um, uh, new French extremity slash torture porn film, uh, Martyrs, written by, written and directed by <coughs> P- Pascal Luger. Is that how you would pronounce that? Luger sounds right. Because um, I took French, French and never so. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> right. All right. Um, so, Ian, I know that you're a bit more uh, into the uh, you're a bit more studied in torture porn, where Kyle, I'm pretty sure it's quite less. Right. Correct. Correct. I haven't uh, seen too many. Um, so then just a, a quick <clears throat> a quick rundown to what uh, New French Extremity is. Uh, so this is actually so one of the things that I want to do for Fresher Rotten is. I'm giving extra points out throughout the episode. So I have I have written your names down so I can start collecting points. So I can remember um, who you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first question. Mm-hmm. Uh, New French extremity was coined by James Kant. I, I think that's I think that's how you pronounce it. Q-U-A-N-D-T. Um, he originally coined the term to be what a pejorative phrase or a phrase of endearment 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 oh you are both wrong oh (laughs) (laughs) nice um so it was originally um a very pejorative a bad term Um, and b- basically, uh, while this, uh, while martyrs is on the far end of what new French extremity is, um, contrary to popular belief, they're not all violent movies. A lot of them are very intimate and sexual movies that explore different ideas to an extreme. So new French extremity doesn't really just have torture porn films like martyrs or, um, high tension or frontiers or anything like that. So it it, it covers a whole different uh, variety of things. But the main place where New French Extremity came from was over about a ten year period. Multiple extremely far right leaders were getting into powers of position in France. Where um, this film less is, I feel like this is one of the less political films of New French Extremity, but something like uh, Frontiers follows a group of young uh, Arab teens who encounter basically uh, backwood Texas hillbillies, but over in France. Um, so so that movie is a little more on the nose, but I think that this one kind of does a, a, a decent job <coughs> of of being extreme while still having somewhat of a commentary um so uh, ian uh just rattle off so what are some of the films that you're familiar with so an early one that we're all familiar with would be 1981's possession i think that's a uh very early uh it's not french but it is a sort of um extremity film um yeah sort of torture porn it's it's in that sexual um relation with the with uh with some other films in the category but um that's a fantastic film um very extreme i would say um anxiety driven for sure 
Um, I like Martyrs. I think that's towards the top for me. Um, I haven't gotten too into the more sexual ones, unfortunately. It's mo- mostly been like the the gory. Um, so like, I guess Livid, I think that's another one. And um, I can't think of another one right now. But well, so I think Possession is like a big one for me. Um, conversely, Kyle, uh, with, without spilling your thoughts on the film yet, seeing one of the most extremes of the subgenre, what are your like initial thoughts towards uh, this could either be towards torture porn or new French extremity, whichever you'd rather. If this is one of the more extreme ones, uh, I have a very thick skin, I guess. Um, I can totally see why this is extreme for a lot of people and why it's horror for a lot of people. Um, it's a very sensitive subject, even for a lot of people, a personal subject, even for some, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, my, my, my aunt was skinned. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm interested in seeing more. Um, I thought this movie was good. And, um, I have a few thoughts on what I think the movie means to me, just on uh, face value, just what I got from it. Granted, I, it's only been an hour since I finished the movie, so I haven't been able to formulate a whole lot of thought. But based on you know the time I've had with it, to be able to sit with it for a second, um, I have a few ideas. But um, it was, yeah, I'm interested to see more um, on the more sexual side of things and and the violence and gore and stuff. It's I, I welcome it all. I'm so glad that this is a face cam. So we just saw that. <laughs> um, well, so, okay. So you kind of just, uh, uh, while we're on you, Kyle, um, please be on like, like, uh, for no, like, uh, initial thoughts, initial say? thoughts of the movie. Where did, um, where did you stream it? Would you add it to your collection? We're getting in. We're getting it. Shit. Just jumping right, in right into me. Right into me. Um, I streamed it on Tubi, which was fucking depressing. Not because uh, the nature of the film, but because I was interrupted by ads that were terrible um, and really took away from the uh, serious moments of the film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, uh, would I add it to my collection? No. I don't think I would. But not because I didn't like the movie, just because I don't ever really see myself watching it again. Um, so no, I wouldn't add it to my collection. Uh, but, I don't know, maybe I would. Just to, like, just to kind of flesh out the horror library. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'd add it. I'd add it. Go I feel ahead. like it's a good one to show people. Hey, look at this. You want to stay <laughs> yeah. for dinner? Yeah, I guess it just kind of depends because um, this is a type of film where a lot of people aren't going to understand why it was even made or what the fucking point of it. So um, I could see a lot of people getting angry over watching this kind of film too and this genre in general. As of just like, why do people want to watch this kind of thing? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be open to adding it to my collection. 
All right. Ian, what about you? Where'd you watch it? Would you add it? <clears throat> so I do own this film in Blu-ray. It is region B. Um, I did pay for it. So I feel like I have the right to uh, hashtag um, barely legal this film um, because I don't have a, a region B player, unfortunately. Um uh, obviously, it's already in my collection. I loved it from the start. Um, this is my third watch and my first time viewing it alone. Um, I actually learned quite more a bit about this film, like very deep themes. And um, it wasn't just like kind of me and some other person being odd in a way um, or cracking jokes because, you know, some of this stuff. It's got a lot of uh, comedy material for sure. So um, what about watching the film on your own made you realize certain themes in the film? Didn't have the yet. distractions. Did not didn't have the distractions. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. talking to anyone. I could just focus on the film fully. Um, there were there was a scene that I, I totally missed like both times. Um, and that made up for a lot of what um, like the meaning behind this film for me um, meant at least. Which uh, which scene was that? Um, it was, well, <laughs> if we want, it's going to get into it, but, um, it was the scene right after she's just getting pummeled, um, for 30 minutes straight and she's just letting loose of her ambitions and thought processes and just, she's closing down completely. Okay. Um, see, for me, I can't find the commentary in this one, which is why I have such a difficult time with it. Uh, I just have one... guesses. Like, yeah, like, trust me, like, I, I'm, like, grasping for commentary, if it makes you feel any better. Like, I'm trying to decide on um, what this could be made for and who, but um, sorry to interrupt you. No, it's fine. Um, so I, I did my research on the movie before watching it the third time for today. Uh, and one of the things that, Ian, I'm very interested on your take on this. Yeah, do you want me to go first? Um, so it's well, not um, like I'm copying someone? Well, um, well, Unless. I was just going to say, um, so the writer-director said that unlike other films in the subgenre, he wanted to focus more on the... Um, oh, fuck, what did he say? On the... Uh, psychological aspect of it rather than the I'm, I'm, I had the exact quote here um, th the film's not about the physical the, physic, the physical things that are happening to her rather what's happening to her <clears throat> mentally and emotionally I totally agree I think this is a psychological film See, I, I can't. I can't find it. That's that's the one thing for me that I can't find in this movie. So to me, sorry. Let let me bring up the um, actresses real quick. A good idea, actually. Um, the first half of the film is Lucy physically fighting her demons and trying to um, complete completely just evacerate these these thoughts and these like literal monsters that are chasing her while the 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 second half is anna 
just accepting the fates that that she's being dealt. She's accepting that she's not going to get out of this hell and she just has to let go and um not enjoy the ride but just um be there for whatever's going to happen and let go. So Kyle. Lucy doesn't let go, Anna does let go. Um Kyle, what do you what do you think of that? I mean, that's taking it at face value, obviously. I mean, that's pretty spelt out in the movie. I mean, even before it showed that she was inflicting the pain on herself, I knew that was what it was. I knew that that uh, woman wasn't really there. Um, but, uh, I mean, to Ian's, what he just kind of said, um, it could be um, kind of like a metaphor for some people just accepting life the way it is and some people constantly searching for um, answers or constantly searching for something that never fulfills them and it drives them to always be in pain and uh, not being able to accept things the way they are um i mean for to me this movie uh i when the people got involved and you started to get kind of a glimpse as to why they were doing what they were doing the only thing i really took from it was um, it seemed like it was a bunch of atheists or non-believers in religion that were using these women as vessels to try to, like, almost bring them closure, like there is something after death, like almost like they're afraid of death. And they're using these people to try to, like, squash their fear of dying and knowing that there's something else. Because every person they talked about in those pictures of the past were like, this person was an atheist. This person was an atheist. And um, by kind of turning non-believers into believers through that, um, that horrible method they were using, it was almost like um, trying to find that, there's, that they're not just going to die and there'd be nothing afterwards. I mean, it's, there's a few different things I was like, I'm mentally just kind of processing this right now, too. So, like, sorry if it's a little raw. But, yeah, that's a couple of the things I, I picked up from the movie. What do, you, what do you guys think that Anna said at the end? No idea. I don't know either. I mean, I, I think what interests me more is less what she said and more on why right. the woman killed herself at the end and why she didn't want anybody else to know is is kind of uh the big mystery to me and, and that could sorry no go ahead that i feel like that could be taken in two ways one she just wants to go to the afterlife immediately like it could have been something good or um oh i guess like we're living in hell right now and you're kind of relieving yourself that way I don't know. Yeah, but she didn't. She didn't really like. Uh, she didn't really come off as religious to me, so I don't really know if, like, I don't know if I can get behind that take. But what about you, Brennan? Why do you think she killed herself, and why do you think she like didn't want like anybody to know? So I guess I must have missed the atheist part because I thought they were religious. I I did too. I did too. And it, again, I'm not sure if that's the real thing it's just something i i kind of picked up on like i don't know if that's true or, but um 
so it going off of my thought of them being religious once they're they're doing all of these terrible acts to see if there truly is something for them to look forward to but you would think that if if you're a, a person of god god you would believe that anyway. want you to, yeah and not only that god wouldn't yeah. want you to beat the shit out of a woman for fucking months probably um so my thought is that if they were religious anna said nothing like like there's nothing over there like it's just fucking pitch black uh mm-hmm. i i i would like cuz then why do you think the old lady killed herself um without telling anyone i think that she was not able to live with the fact that there was nothing in the afterlife and the only good thing that she's ever done in her life was save the rest of the people the um uh the thought of knowing that there's nothing in the afterlife. I can get behind that. I can't. Why do you think <laughs> she said um keep doubting? What? Before she's but before she shot herself, she said keep doubting. She told the guy to keep doubting. Uh this is where I'm gonna pull my uh my uh, my my trump card and say i think we need to rationalize not understanding everything <laughs> <laughs> um honest on there there's so much about this movie that i just i can't wrap my head around because i i feel like i'm just too thick skulled and i just i have a very difficult time getting past the on-screen physicality yeah and i feel like that it's i don't want that, i don't want that to be a cop out Oh. No, it's not a cop out though. That kind of goes back to my point on why some people are going to feel anger towards this movie or be like, "Why is this movie even made?" Because they're take they're 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 just seeing the torture part of it. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not trying to understand if there is any deeper meaning. You know what I mean? Not to say that there is necessarily, but or that there has to be a deeper meaning. There doesn't have to be. But like in this particular case, I think that they're made. I think he is trying to say something. Um, and I think a lot of people won't won't be able to to see past the violence. Yeah. Um. So before we move on to my next topic, I got another question for you guys. Um. Loger said he was inspired by which American film? A. Saw. B. Hostel. C. Oh, that's actually not an American film. Um. C. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. So it's Saw, Hostel, or Wes Craven's New Nightmare. One that's really old. And And one one is also completely different than the other two. (laughs) 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 It's a tough one, Brendan. That's a tough one. Or it could be like, you know, he's throwing in a complete obvious curveball. To just be like a throwaway answer, because yeah. the the two ones are pretty close. It's new. Um, I guarantee it. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Do I have to answer? Yes, it's for it's for an extra point in Fresher Frozen. Okay, you well, can't. Blue. It can't not be New Night. I'm gonna Is go soft. 
you're going Saw. Kyle, you're going New Nightmare. You're both yeah. wrong. It's Hostel. Dang it! <laughs> um, so uh, I wanted to use that, use Hostel to kind of segue into the very obvious thing that we have not talked about yet. Those goddamn practical effects oh. and Rob Zombie. Sorry, practical effects. Yes. Um, I, I think we can all agree that the that the practicals in this are beyond amazing. They are disgustingly amazing. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh come on! Okay, you know what, Ian? I'll Ian. I'll ask you. What, what's your favorite practical effect in this? The one that always gets me, and it's fucking disgusting, um, is the lady that Anna pulls out um, from the basement, and she got the um, she got her in the bath. She's pulling the things out. That was gross enough, but she like leaves. She comes back, and that girl has like a knife, and she's just digging into her mm. arm at like the oddest angle, like she's cutting a, tur- a Thanksgiving turkey. It she's is trying to get at those roaches, man. It is disgusting, and it it always gets me. It always gets me. Ugh. Yeah, so I think that's the best practical effect, in, in my opinion. What about you, Ko? That's a good one. Um, I mean, they were all great, to be honest, and they were all pretty even. One didn't stand out above the rest for me. I thought they were all pretty damn good. Um, I do like the the way she looked when she was skinned alive, just the veins protruding and like, you could see every, like it looked pretty gnarly without it looking like this is going to sound weird, but it looked, it didn't look unbelievable. Like it looked like a person that was skinned, (laughs) but it didn't look like a goopy mess. Like they threw a bunch of slime on her and shit. Like it actually looked like somebody might've skinned that poor woman. Um, Like seeing feet tendons. Ooh. Yeah, I also um, liked when um, Lucy was out in the rain and split her wrist and how, like, it looked as it started to, like, yeah. pour out. That shit was pretty gnarly, too. Yeah. And all the shotgun shots. All the shotgun yeah. shots. They that, felt that was... impactful. Like, I, I was going like, to say, th- those, were, those were surprisingly my favorite. There yeah. were some, like, Hong Kong-trained actors right there. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You, you could fucking feel every one of those shots, for sure. Yeah. Um, did a, did you guys have? I, I think this kind of goes a little bit hand. What was yours, Brendan? Hey, Brendan, what was yours? Um, oh no, the shotgun. Oh, the shotgun. I, okay. Which which yeah. which I think in hindsight feels kind of lame, you know, given everything that happens. But like like you said, Ian, they like kind of like a, a, a trained Hong Kong professional, like that. Yeah. You you could feel that through the screen. They sold it for sure. It was pretty amazing. I also like the. Um, monster that Lucy was being haunted by. Yeah, she that, looked yeah, absolutely that was... disgusting and terrifying. Shout out to that lady, that actress. Hopefully, she I, doesn't look like that in real life. I will say the the first time I watched this movie, I was Kyle. You said you saw it coming, but I was really caught off guard when you see the creature um, cutting Lucy's uh, wrists open. And then it cuts to the opposite shot of her doing it to herself. Yeah, um, you didn't see that coming? I'm not I, trying to, like, flex at all. Like, I'm being honest. Like, I feel like that was a pretty obvious thing from, like, square one. To me, I, like, I don't know. I was also... I, I felt been... like it was still up in the air at that point. Really? Like, it could, so, 
It was. It could have been. It, I definitely had the thought of like she had this all in her head. Um, but after yeah, that, the, scene, um, the reason to me is because like it didn't like the themes that this film was trying to tackle seemed way too serious to throw in this like supernatural element monster kind of thing. It didn't seem like it would fit with the rest of the movie from the very first time it ever showed it. And plus, if this thing was running around, other people would have saw the goddamn thing. And so, um, like, I, I knew it was like a commentary for like her battling with her demons and shit. Like, I could, I could just tell from, I don't know. That was just me. That was just me. I also like how polar opposite, um, like, the two halves of the movies are. Just to show how different, how different um, people can be. What do you mean by that? I actually know what you mean by that, but I want you to explain it. No, I'm serious. Because I agree with you. I think showing the first half of the film, I'm going to say what I think that you meant, okay? I mean, you could tell yeah. me if I'm right. I mean, you said um, it already. Yeah. I, like, I think it's really cool um, how it shows how people, two different people can interpret and accept the same, they got the same thing happened to them, essentially. Like, the circumstances mm-hmm. were exactly the same. And one Same trauma, yeah. torture. Yeah, and how certain certain people handle trauma and yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a great aspect to this film. Yeah, you know that you know that was one of those uh, nice Metallica shirt named three of their songs moments. (laughs) 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 Well, no, because I wanted him to explain it because I actually wanted him to talk about it because I just wanted to hear him talk about it. That's why I picked you guys to be on the cast because I want to hear you guys talk. But I like wanted to make sure like i wanted to make sure i wasn't coming off as like uh oh i did like i didn't really know what he was saying but i wanted him to say it like yeah um so uh be before we go into any final thoughts um were there any aspects of the film that you guys wanted to talk about that we kind of didn't really go over any moments you wanted to um the opening to this was very progressive um, for 2008, where it had the mom working in the fields, bringing back dead mouses for her uh, family on the kitchen table. And the dad was like, oh, so gross. Thought that was interesting. Thought that was interesting. I was like, that's so French. That's just so French. I also think um, it's funny how that grossed him out when, in reality, he's in the yeah. basement really torturing people. and Like, it was very, like, interesting. Which I think was done intentionally. But, yeah. mm-hmm. Like he was acting. Not acting, but just like, sorry, never. Go ahead. No, because I think his kids knew. You think his kids knew? I think his kids knew. Yeah. I I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I think about that. I don't know. I don't know because when she asked the mm-hmm. the son, he kind of just doesn't say anything. He could have said no. So that's that 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 was my clear indication is he could have said no, and he didn't say shit, and he gave a look like. Uh, he was also like doing exactly what she said like no, he, like he was caught and couldn't really get around it like the clear indication for me was the face that the kid made and him not denying it the the daughter is up in the air cuz we never really get any proof that can be argumented either like either way but i think for sure the son knew like how do you not like how do you not like they live there to torture them like that was and job. the noises that were coming from the, the basement yeah. as well. Yeah. But I think that might have also been because the tile was pushed down. Pardon? Uh, oh, Kyle, any, any last thoughts that you wanted to discuss on the movie before 
final last thoughts, last final thoughts. No, I can't. I can't say that there is. Um, actually, uh, so he, question for you. Uh, so next, can I say what we're covering next? Yeah. Um. Wait. Actually, what are we doing next? Cyberian film. Serbian film. Serbian film. Okay, so it is Serbian film. Um. So Kyle, after watching this movie, how do you? feel going forward in the the torture porn subgenre and when when i say that this is the most extreme of them i'm referring to new french extremity not torture porn i think that there are many other torture porn films that are just as if not way more over the top than this so i'd say that this is in maybe i'd say in like in the top like top three two fifths I was going to say top like two fifths of most disgusting in the torture porn subgenre. So like it's above oh, okay. the fifty percent mark, but it's like it's nowhere the the grossest. It's different for sure. This is more gore and um like flesh being cut, um while like a lot of the the tor- the other kind of torture porn is like poop shit and like vomit and stuff like that so it's just different but i think it is uh i think it is disgusting so kyle with that in mind how do you feel about going forward within the subgenre yeah i'm excited i i hope that um i find a film within this subgenre that connects with me more than martyrs did because as much as i thought it was a good movie um it didn't uh grab me like i see a lot of these reviews like it it changed their life and shit like it's not really like that for me but um um i'm just i'm hoping that within one of these i find one that really resonates with me i like i really hope one really connects with me by the time we're done with this month i want one like i'm hoping i have one that i'm just like fuck yeah I'm, i'm buying that like i'm adding it to my collection that was a great film like that's what i'm hoping that'll be next month so okay i i like I, great I, film as in greatly made or no 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 so baby portrait's words um like just a kyle film within the subgenre one that i really connect with gotcha. and that i and really like, like to you yeah yeah one that's your kind of horrors yes like, like just the message that it tries to say or doesn't say just i don't know just kind of yeah okay. it's more tailored towards my intriguing that'll be next week um so uh let's jump into final thoughts and i i wait there was actually one more question i have um for the last extra point (laughs) the last extra point for fresh or rotten anna anna broke how many bones during filming a two b three c seven d 10 so anna three uh they slapped her around pretty good she had to be on bed she had to be on bed rest for six weeks i don't know if that if that helps your answer at all and it's anna so the the second half of the film yeah 
Yeah. I would think that um, Lucy, since she like jumped through a window and stuff, but th- th- that was probably also a stunt person. Um, what was the, what was C and D? Uh, A2, B3, C7, D10. I'm say seven. You're going to say seven. Kyle, you said three. Kyle gets an extra point going forward into the next round. It is three. She broke three bones and had to be on bed rest for about six weeks. Um, she also said she would never make another movie with him again. <laughs> um, so uh, I did sure. jump ahead earlier, early with one of my, with one of the questions about, would you add it to your collection? Um, but so Ian, we'll start with you. Final thoughts and your rating. Um, this is one of the best um, French extremity films, um, which I think says a lot. Uh, there's some great, great practical effects. Um, I like the message. Um, I like that it's broken up into two different films almost. Um, I like the I like the acting. I like the mystery for for the ending. Um, that 30 minute long torture scene that I usually don't like. It was not bad. It was not bad. But um, I'm really like stuck on my rating. I want to because I enjoyed it more than the last two times. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm going to give it a heart for sure. Um, Can you come back to me? No. I- no. Okay. No, okay. No. Fucking man up, dude. Damn. Mm. I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna give it an A. You're giving it a five. Four, four and a half. One half. Four and a half. Okay. With a heart, uh, right? A five With star a is like an like an S. Like an yeah, S Yeah. Kyle. Um, I thought this was a good film, and uh. Everything Ian just said. Um, the fact that it was almost kind of split into two films, that was interesting. Um, I liked the message it was trying to say for what I gathered it to be. Um, I love when movies make you kind of guess what happened and also um, kind of make your own interpretation, but still leaving you enough nuggets to come to your own decision instead of just being completely clueless. Um, yeah, I think it's a good film, and uh, I'm going to give it a heart, and I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a three and a half. Yeah, I was I was expecting a four to be honest. Yes, I I, 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 was I was set on three and a half coming into this, and this conversation almost bumped me up to a four. But I think at the end of the day, it I I'm hearting it. I do like it, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't like great. It was good. It was, it was good. good. Yeah. It was good. Uh this is a very difficult movie for me to sit through. It is my third watch. Uh but I wanna watch it again. I know one of the last casts we had where I just watched this for fun before it. Um mm-hmm. I think I said on that episode I would never watch it again. Uh, but I I, I think I'm I, I'm going to change that because this this conversation also kind of made me look at it in in more of a different 
light, I think. So I'm going to stick with my previous rating of a four with a heart, which brings us to, doing math, a A four four. with a heart. We should start adding, I just saw Dom's review. We should start adding her. uh, (laughs) her, uh, What did she give it? Let me guess. Let me guess. She gave it a two and a half? She gave it a one and a half with with uh, a comment of the first half was pretty cool. Yeah. She, um, do you want to hear her, her thought? Yes. Okay. I'll give you a little bit of like a translation because, um, (laughs) she's the type of person. Um, so she, she's one of the people that definitely fell into the camp of why, why you can make this. Um, and like, what's the point? What's the, like it's just people who want to see people like people who watch this or people who enjoy watching people get tortured, that kind of thing. Um, which we had a slight discussion on afterwards. And I kind of explained to her that, you know, there could be, you know, different interpretations for everything, but she, she was definitely, she's definitely not a fan of like the torture stuff. Um, she's also very, like, she's the most atheist person you could probably imagine. So, um, anytime something even, um, goes in the direction of religion especially if it's like fueled by um like a radical person or people causing harm because of religion she has a very big distaste for it so um that probably factored a lot into her rating more than just like the quality of the film but more of like the themes and what it was about i think she was probably not about that but i mean that's all me guessing kind of in a slight translation but i'm sure i'd like to have her on one of these days so she can kind of go over this yeah yeah but up next, we have the latest installment of Fresh or Rotten, brought to you by the wonderful folks at the Ruminations Radio Network. Before we get into the show, please take a listen while we take an official thick piss break. What's up, gang? This is Hoptimus. You've been listening to one of the great new podcasts from Ruminations Radio Network. If you want some more tasty sound vibes, come check out my new podcast, The Retro Futurist Culture, where we talk about alternate timelines, cyberpunk, anime, and other crazy worlds. If that does not strike your fancy, we have plenty of other great shows at RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. And welcome back. That was a wonderful wonderful advertisement if you like what we're doing here please make sure to go check out the other shows on the rumination radio network they are fantastic so we are going into this round of fresher rotten kyle has one point already Let's for, guessing, for guessing um and at the end of this game I will give you guys both the opportunity to guess what the running theme for the movies were. And if you do, you'll get an extra point. Are we ready to go into number one? Hey, whatever. Oui, oui. All right. He's back for more. When a group of teens win a contest to spend a night in Michael Myers' childhood home to be broadcast live on the internet, they believe okay. they are in for a little fun and some free publicity. But things go frightfully wrong when 
and the game turns into a struggle to make it out of the house alive genre holiday horror mystery and thriller 14 percent um all right so is it fresh or is it rotten 14 percent brendan it's good math there it's rotten and i'm also gonna go with 14 percent um this is ironically um a really bad and really great movie um buster rhymes probably Mm -hmm. the worst and best thing of this film I'm well, getting it on 4K because they're releasing it soon. I, I, I would get that on 4K too. I'm excited. I, I am going to actually. It's one of my favorites of the franchise. It is 2002's Halloween Resurrection. You guys were both correct with the first one. It is rotten, but you're both wrong on the number. It is 25%. 25. How did I listen to you? It's not that off. It's not that off. Yeah, but I could have got a second point. And it was directed by Rick Rosenthal. Uh, his highest rated movie, 100%, The Cow Who Sang a Song Into the Future. His lowest rated movie, Halloween Resurrection. The Cow Who Sang a Song in the Future? Yeah. I'd watch it. It's got 100. Is it porno? Uh, I hope so. Um, all right. Are we ready? Um, All right. So it is now Kyle 2, Ian 1. Are we ready for the second question? So so ready. Yeah. Okay. Reality and fantasy meet in unsettling ways in this installment of the long-running series, which finds director Wes Craven and actors Heather Loggenkamp and Robert Englund all portraying themselves. As Heather considers making another film with Craven, her son Dylan falls into the spell of the iconic disfigured villain, Freddy Krueger. Eventually, Loggenkamp must confront Freddy's demonic spirit to save the soul of Dylan. Genre horror. Fresh. We got Ian with a fresh. Fresh. Fresh, we got two freshes and we got two correct answers. Yes, numbers. I'm gonna go, I think it's low 80s, so I'm gonna guess like at high, really. Are we still doing the 10? 70, yeah, 10, 79, 79, Ian 79. I'm gonna go 76. Kyle gets another point. It is a 66%. We are talking about like this movie more than the first one. What? On the dot. That's some fucking bullshit. 1994's. Uh, yeah, you guys all know the movie. New Nightmare. Uh, mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Wes Craven. Uh, his highest rated movie. Let me guess. Is... Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. I don't know, actually. Yeah, keep going. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street at Dang. 89%. 92%. Um, and for some reason, it's not showing me. It, it's it's not showing me his uh, <laughs> lowest rated movie, but uh, 
he did write and direct My Soul to Take, which has a 10%. So we will say Wes Craven's lowest rated movie is My Soul to Take. Gotcha. My right. Soul to so Take. Are... I feel like I've seen yeah. that one. Does it have Tom right. Shane? Don't worry about it. Next question. Next question. question. Um, my soul to take does not have Thomas. My soul to take. All right. The year is twenty four fifty five. Good year. The the place <laughs> the place is old Earth. Once the shimmering blue jewel of the galaxy, old Earth is now a contaminated planet abandoned for centuries. Yet humans have returned to the deadly place that they once fled, not to live, but to research the ancient rusting artifacts of the bygone civilization that caused this environmental disaster. And little does the most recent landing party of intrepid young explorers realize what fate awaits them. Genre, horror, sci-fi. This is on Earth, you said? Old Earth. Old Earth is now a contaminated planet. Gotcha. I'm going to go rotten. Ian's going rotten. That's Kyle. Yep. <laughs> oh, sorry. Both going both go run. Both going run. You <clears throat> are both correct. Guess the percentage. Ooh, I'm going to go... 40. That's not fresh. <laughs> he said fresh, didn't he? Oh, no, he said rotten. He said rotten. 40. I'm going to do one better. It is 50. I'm going to go 45. <laughs> Can't okay, change it. Well. He didn't give us an answer yet. I'm going to let you change it to 45 because even at 40, you both would have been wrong. It is 2002's Jason X sitting at a 25% direct. That's not even on Earth. That's on a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, that's a little confusing. That's That's some bullshit. It's the spaceship is old Earth. It's called old Earth? Yes, they land on old Earth, which is a spaceship. That's how they get you. That is that is confusing, but all all out. If uh, it's the it, name, all out. Uh, James Isaac's highest rated film is Jason X at a nineteen percent. That's his highest his, rated. His lowest rated film is at a zero percent, and it's called The Horror Show, directed in nineteen eighty nine. Good year though. Great. All right. Next question. We're sitting. Uh, Kyle's riding high at five. Ian, you're at three. There is still plenty of time to catch up. Plenty. How many questions we got? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I have. I have, I have five in total. We're only on two. Changing it up. <laughs> no, we have two, we have two left. Okay. That's what okay. I almost just said the title. Um, <laughs> City hairdresser Woodrow finds the answer to her financial problems when she stumbles upon a chest brimming with gold. Although she and her friends quickly go from rags to riches, they discover the gold belongs to someone else, an evil leprechaun. 
who has returned from hell to claim his treasures. Speaking in riddles and rhymes, the demon stalks his victims with ruthless determination and scores some really good pot along the way. Genre horror. This is Leprechaun in the Hood. And, uh, this is a Leprechaun in the Hood. Gotta be rotten. Gotta be rotten. Although I know people do like this movie. People do like it. I think we've had this one before, didn't we? Oh, or do we, we, we had Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go rotten. Like, I have a feeling it's like on the cusp. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it can go either way. But how good can Leprechaun in the Hood be? Hood be yeah, yeah. Rotten. I think it has duh in it, like duh hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go run. Where are we at, Brennan? Oh, Ian, did you also say something? Yeah, we both said run. Oh, you both said run. Okay. <laughs> My chopped liver? What? Uh, you Apparently are... not, because he keeps getting you confused with me and vice versa. <laughs> that happened once, and I'm not even Twice. looking at the screen. Um, you are Twice. both correct. Guess the percentage. 40. So the cutoff is like 59. 59. So I'm going to go... So Kyle is saying 40. I'm Kyle, Ian is saying 49. That's 49, Ian yeah. with the 49. Kyle with Bill. the 49. Got it. Got um, it. I know we're both white and you think we all look the same and stuff, but uh, racist, Jesus. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, you're correct. It is Leprechaun back to, back to the hood. Not the, uh, it's back to the hood. hood. The, right? Or is it the... No, it's no, it's D H A. This is both the oh, highest D H A. No, T H A. D H A. This is the highest and lowest rated film by this director. Nice. That's an achievement. All right, we are on to the last one. Who is ready? Can he catch up at this point? Yes. Oh, if I get it on the dot. Yeah, I can tie it. And I have to get it wrong. And you have to get it completely wrong. So whatever he says, I'm going opposite. So I'll go opposite of whatever you pick just to make this interesting. But also, Ian could get the. If he he gets. Oh, I could get the genre. Um, Or the theme. The theme. (laughs) Oh, the theme. Okay, so yeah, I'll try to get it. Okay. Even though I already know the the theme. Gamers who participate in an online role-playing game are invited to a rave whose host plans to show them all the truth behind the Cenobite mythos genre horror. Rotten. Rotten. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I know it's not ro- fucking fresh, so why would I? Rotten. Rotten. Wow. You don't want to... Come on, throw the game. Going back fresh. on the word. Fresh. Ian is... <laughs> Fresh on that. Jesus. I gotta throw you a bone, Ian. <laughs> Ian, I believe in you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um whew. how low can the lowest Hellraiser go? 
Can it go down low? All the way. I've seen it go in the teens. Low. All the way so. to the flow. It's the flow with a DJ. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Man, it's got to be teens for sure. Wait, I'm just uh, guess it. Can you hurry wait, up? Wait, Ian, can I tell you? Can I let me yeah. at least tell you the subtitle to it? Maybe this. Why did you get more help? I already Ooh. threw the game. Is it Legend of the Squanch? It is. It is Hellraiser colon Hellworld. Hellworld. <laughs> that did nothing for me. Okay. Squanch World. Um. I'm gonna go twelve. That's a good guess. You get one point. It I take is... it back. I'm going. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. It is uh, 22% 2005's Hellraiser Hellworld. Um, Ian, so this you can still get this last point. What did all of these... What's fail? the score right now? Uh, Kyle, you have seven. Ian has six. I did five. I think you're doing the math wrong. I'm I, I, I am I'll not doing the math wrong. You said I only got one point on that last one, but yeah, I got it by 10. So. Yeah, you were already at a five at that point. But I got it by 10, so it's fine. Um, the theme? Yeah, like what did all of those films... Why do you think I picked all of those films? Because they were major horror franchises. They all have practicals. They all were sequels. Kyle, do you want to say? There were right? sequels of all of them. Were they all like the sixth sequel in the franchise or fifth? They were all the final sequel in their respective franchises before official reboots. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know A New Nightmare was a sequel. Uh, I thought that would, that's just like a completely different thing. The the uh, the reason I counted that was because the next movie after that was the 2009 one, and I didn't count Freddy versus Jason because that's an offshoot that doesn't really have much to do with them. Also, there's like four Leprechaun movies after Leprechaun. <laughs> um, but two, Leprechaun so. Back to the Hood is the last one where it's in that universe. It's it's a reboot gotcha. after that. Gotcha. So this has been a contentious episode. Of, oh wait, so Kyle, you won. Um, Thanks. Congrats, <laughs> congrats yo. Still, um, dog, still got some new tricks. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh, but anyways, this has been another episode of Ruminations of Red Rum. The thirty-minute torture scene of the ruminations radio network i wasn't going to say the hour long because we're usually an hour but yeah um if you like what we're doing here please check us out on instagrams on the twitter no we're not on instagram anymore we just cancel that bullshit we're <laughs> on there but i'm not posting instagram anymore instagram's for hey instagram's for losers out there guys only and, and boomers yeah. and boomers exactly follow us on the twitter's um, that's of Red Rum. That is O F Red Rum. It does not stand for OnlyFans. It stands for of. But if um, you like what you've seen on video here, we can make an OnlyFans. Yes, and we'll let you know. Yes, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, uh, call it the rumination of our chili rings. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah. 
so I have been your Jesus. This has gone downhill. I have been your host, Brendan, the Rob Zombies Herman Munster. Uh, no, it doesn't work. Uh, is that it? It can't be it, right? It's bad. It's bad. Uh, that with is bad. me, with me as always, Ian with two e's. Two e's. Go see Ian, baby. Um, Michael, I'm glad we got to introduce you to a new type of porn. Um, and uh, go out and watch Martyrs if you're into like uh, if you want to if you want to get into more uh, you know you know you know stuff you know. And also the ever fantastic Kyle with a K. I don't think Michael will ever admit to seeing or to saying he likes to see women get beat, but <laughs> <laughs> this might be your film, Michael. I'm just saying this might be your film. Um, that's it. Right. Stay spooky, folks. <laughs>